right, welcome back. We're just going to discuss some IndyCar on this podcast, the Tony D Podcast. Happy holidays to you. Brought to you by Flooring is Forever and the UPS Store in Fisher's PRI going on this weekend in downtown Indianapolis. So if you see uh, some drivers walking around downtown, a, a lot of them are here doing appearances, um, even breaking some news. This is what we've seen uh, over the last 24 hours or so coming out of the PRI show. I am not there. Um, guys like David Land, Nathan Brown are there. Uh, a lot of confirmation of drivers and such that we, we, we thought were going to happen. Takuma Sato, the two-time Indianapolis 500 champion, confirmed in the 51. Uh, Dale Coyne, Rick Ware racing entry. Um, there's a lot that's going on right now as far as what the entry list for the Indianapolis 500 is going to look like, which drivers are going to fit where, uh, how many engines there are. Nathan Brown had this today that Honda has 18, 19 if they absolutely need to. And I said this a few weeks ago um, about the Shank team, Meyer Shank, possibly running a third car at the 500 if it made sense. Um, as of right now, uh, it, 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 it isn't going to happen, but we still got somebody like Steph Wilson who's out there with a lot of money and a team to back him, so we don't know what's going to happen there. Um, I was told that Meyer Shank was approached to help field a car in the 500, but that car would not be ran out of their shop. Uh, so don't know, don't know if there's some kind of Mariotti Motorsports, Cusick Motorsports connection, if it does even involve that. But more than likely, I think we will see Seth Wilson. Um, you know, he told me that he was very close. Looks like it'll more than likely be with the Chevy team, but all options are open. So maybe Foyt. Uh, I, don't, I, I know that he's not in the running for the Ed Carpenter seat. Jack Atkin, who had a great uh, test last week, is in the running for that. And then maybe that puts Ryan Hunter Ray into a third car at the 500 for ECR that would maybe move Connor Daly over full time for Carlin or maybe just the ovals again in the 500 if Max Chilton decides to stay with Carlin which is now obviously Hunko's Hollinger racing but there is a second car there that um, I think Carlin would like to field or at least put together alongside uh, Colm Eilat who is the number one driver right now at Hunko's Hollinger Racing. So plenty uh, of more stuff to get into. We'll talk about Roger Penske's press conference out at PRI. Um, also look at the announcement from Dryan Reinbold Racing coming up here on the Tone of the Podcast, brought to you by Flooring is Forever, 317-755-1246. Flooringisforever.com with over 20 years' experience here locally. Harley and a gang at Flooring is Forever have you covered. If you're in the market for new flooring, providing you honesty, quality, and value for the flooring that's just right for you from carpet to anything you need, hardwood, let Harley transform your home or workplace around the holidays. Check them out at flooringisforever.com. So we know that Takuma Sato will be with Dale Coyne Racing uh, with Rick Ware in that 51 car. The 18 car is still open, vacated by Ed Jones last year, uh, but it looks like HMD and David Malukas will be uh, the driver of that car. So like we talked about, we're going to see a lot of rookies at the Indianapolis 500 this year. Probably one of the deeper rookie classes that we've seen with guys like Jimmy Johnson, as we know, Roman Grosjean, Devlin DeFrancesco um, in the running, David Malukas, Kyle Kirkwood uh, for the Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year. So um, these are rookies. A lot of these guys have a lot of talent, as we know, to get there. But interesting to see how Jimmy Johnson's going to react, how Roman Grosjean's going to react. Well, when we get to the month of May, now less than six months away for the Indianapolis 500. Big news today for Dryan Reinbold Racing. Now, they have announced that for an eighth time, they will field a car for Sage Karam, who charged from 31st to 7th in last year's running of the 500. Obviously, Sage has gone on to run some Xfinity Series 
Uh, and I think he still has some interest with, with Anderson racing over on the truck and Xfinity Series side to run some races coming up in 2022. Now, he only ran one IndyCar race last year, but if you remember back to 2020, Dryan Reinbold with Sage Karam ran the four, or was it five? Five races at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, four on the road course, and then the Indianapolis 500. So great news for Sage Karam, always on this podcast in the month of May, looking forward to catching up with Sage. But then in, in a little bit of a surprising move for Dryan Reinbold Racing was Santino Ferrucci coming over to a Chevy with the Hy-V sponsorship that he's had with Ray Hall Letterman last year. Hy-V has kind of taken that next step and, 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 and has supported Santino in his Xfinity Series ordeals last year. So now Hy-V, which doesn't have any grocery stores here in the state of Indiana, a little bit more to the western side of things with Iowa, Nebraska, uh, I think into Wisconsin, Minnesota as well. Well, that being said, a little bit of a surprise move, but Ferrucci, another top 10 finisher in last year's 500. He's three for three, finishing in the top 10. I believe he's been third, fourth, and seventh. So Ferrucci, I mean, you're, you're talking about a team that, just like Meyer Shank, is coming to the 500 with two top 10 finishers from the previous year. So um, Dryan Reinbold Racing, who wants to go full-time racing, that's why there was a little bit of rumblings that maybe they would field Steph Wilson and take that money and become a full-time squad in 2022. Not going to happen. Uh, but Santina Ferrucci, so Hy-Vee going to sponsor a Honda and a Chevy, but great for Dennis Reinbold and that whole crew. Uh, we'll see what other sponsors hop aboard. We've seen Mecham Auctions a few times, as well as Wix Filters in the last year. Um, AES Indianapolis, which uh, is the former IPL, the power and lighting company here. Locally in Indianapolis, if you don't live here. So great for Dry and Reinbold. Going to have a two-car effort. We'll see if maybe they expand to run a couple other races like we've seen in the past. And, and, and we know that Ferrucci and Sage Karam are going to be two drivers to watch out for. They're going to be fast. They are both um, very, very daring drivers. So um, if that team can qualify better, I mean, I think J.R. Hildebrand's a great driver. And he ran in the top 10 in the 2020 edition of the 500. That team just has had struggles qualifying for the 500. If they can start a little bit closer than what they did last year, I know Sage was 31st, and I believe Sage, I believe JR qualified somewhere in the 20s. That could be a team to watch out for and, and, and to make a run if, if, if things fall in their own uh, lap, so to speak, and, and, and in great pit stops um, that they've had the last couple of years. So congratulations to Dry and Reinbold. That's a, that's, a, that's a big get, getting Santino Ferrucci to go alongside of Sage Karam for next year's edition of the Indianapolis 500. Well, it is that time of year, and shipping is something that can be a pain, especially around the holidays you're trying to ship. I know I've got family out in Seattle, uh, but the UPS store up in Fishers has everything your small business needs or your personal needs around the holidays when it comes to packing and shipping. Everything comes professionally packed by your local UPS certified packing expert. They have a pack and ship guarantee. Check out the friendly faces on Oleo Road up in Fishers for all of your small business or holiday shipping needs. 11650 Oleo Road, 317-578-0094. So Roger Penske and Doug Bowles talk at the PRI show on Thursday morning. I'm taping this Thursday evening, so there'll be a lot more stuff that comes out. Again, TonyDND.com and TonyDND on Twitter. Um, but Roger Penske had some interesting comments. Uh, the first one that really kind of struck a chord was the $20 million he said that he has invested so far into the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That's obviously new curbing, new pavement around the racetrack. They just um, regrafted the track. So if you remember, this happened about seven or eight years ago where you kind of do the, it's not a repave, 
but you kind of graph over the track. I'm not, I'm not an asphalt expert, so don't really know exactly what that did, but hopefully it, it, it makes it a lot more smoother. Um, new video boards that are out there and just so much more upgrades that have gone on um, in a giant facility at the Speedway. Uh, he mentioned he wants to take the museum to a next level, which is great. You know, guys like Luke Edwards and Nate who work out there do a really good job of, of keeping up to date with things while modernizing a museum that doesn't have a lot of modern cars, um, to say the least. So uh, really looking forward to see what that endures. Um, and he also mentioned, you know, an added interest in the BC-39. And when Roger took over, you know, the BC-39 kind of got pushed to the side uh, knowing that it wasn't going to happen because of the pandemic. But but this is a race, and, and it doesn't matter if you go to Bloomington Speedway, Paragon, Lawrenceburg, um, you know, whatever, Kokomo, doesn't matter. You know, IRP, shout out to IRP, who has gone back to Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park, which I love to death because we all called it IRP anyway. Outside of that, though, you look at that BC39. It's, it's a great race, obviously, in memory of Brian Clawson. But on top of that, you know, Roger really didn't seem to have an interest in that until he went out there, and he was out there both nights this past summer, um, thanked the fans, saw the crowd, uh, the massive crowd. You know, USAC events are probably the most badass racing, especially on dirt you can find here in the Midwest. And I think he saw that and, and, and thought, okay, and there, there's, there's a lot of potential drivers here. Look, obviously there was big names like Kyle Larson that was out there, but, but these are a lot where these drivers that not only is he hired but have gone on to – be NASCAR stars, Ryan Newman comes to mind, Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon. This is where they cut their teeth. Now they can do it at the Speedway in his backyard where fans are going to come out and see, again, more money in the Rogers pocket. So I like, I'd like to hear that. Nothing really on the Freedom 100. We probably won't see that until 2023 if it does indeed come back. Uh, Doug Bowles mentioned an endurance race coming to the track. Maybe put some lights up. I would enjoy that. Doug told me probably five, six, seven years ago that – um, he wanted an endurance race out of the track, and I and I don't know this off the top of my head, so bear with me for all the you know the the Donald Davidsons of the world. But I believe the first 500 lasted eight hours and 43 minutes, so they would take that time, and that would be the endurance race, whether it's sports cars, Trans Ams, IMSA, um, and make it an eight hour and 43 minute race. So that'd be super cool to see um, if that were to come to fruition. Also, Ernie Francis Jr., um, I mentioned this three weeks ago, and maybe even more than that, that he was going to take the jump and run Indy Lights full-time. Then we saw him get into the test, the Chris Griffiths test at the end of October out at the Speedway. I think, uh, my opinion, this is not, this is not anything that um, I know, but it, it kind of makes you think that maybe if he does well in, in Indy Lights and, and gets that scholarship, that we could see him in maybe the 22 car, at Penske, but also, you know, you talk about diversity and then having the Peretta Autosport entry, which seems to be going away from Penske, so maybe not that. But, you know, Rogers kind of dumped Miles Rowe. I mean, let's be, it's, it's just kind of how it is. You know, he's, he's, he looks at Ernie. Ernie came on strong last year in sports cars. Um, Ernie won a race in the SRX series, which we'll get into here with Paul Tracy coming up. So now Ernie Francis Jr. has a chance to compete in Indy Lights and win a championship because he's going to have the backing of Roger Penske and then possibly move up to IndyCar. We'll see guys like Matty Brabham, Stingway Rob is going to be racing, and then my guy who I've worked with at J. Howard Racing or J. Howard Motorsports, Christian Rasmussen, is also moving up with Andretti. So I'm looking forward to cheering on him in the Lights Championship coming up. But it should be fun, and Ernie Francis is a great driver, a great talent. 
Um, obviously fits the diversity mold that Roger's looking for, so I don't see why we wouldn't see him at least in select races and the Indianapolis 500 coming up in 2023, whether that's for Penske or another team, we'll have to see, but uh, he would be fast in that Penske car. We know that. All right, other news and notes that have came out this week, Paul Tracy and NBC, they did not renew Paul Tracy's contract. Um, he mentioned on an Instagram post that he would still be doing some racing, still be doing some broadcasting. I could definitely see him doing SRX stuff uh, with Tony Stewart, whether that's running races like he did last year. He ran in all six. Um, I know that, ex- that that schedule is going to expand a little bit uh, for that series. Maybe we see him in the booth. Um, look, there has been a lot of controversy with Paul Tracy. He's said some things, and he's disagreed with a lot of people. You know, we talked about that 2020-500 where they sent him to turn two like he was Bobby Unzer, and, and it was to get a better perspective and angle. But really, uh, that was because he was at Sturgis all week leading up to that 2020 Indianapolis 500. And NBC decided to uh, not risk anything and send him out there to broadcast the race kind of by himself, really, um, back in 2020. Nonetheless, I don't have any ill will towards Paul Tracy. Never met the guy. I actually cheered for him big time when I was a kid. And I wish him nothing the best. I'm sure we'll see him in SRX. I know there's a lot of people that loved his controversial takes. I know there's a lot of people that um, he rubbed the wrong way with some of his comments, so I can totally see it from both sides. With that being said, I was told this months ago that NBC was in hot pursuit of Hinch, and Hinch's people kind of went around asking what they should do, and they were told, you know, if you can run the 500, run the 500, but take this deal with NBC. That NBC was ready to expand his role, not only doing IndyCar stuff, because look, he would be great in the booth, but down in the pits after an accident or after something goes wrong, a driver's going to be more willing to open up to a guy like James Hinchcliffe because, one, he's got a great personality. He's a great dude, funny guy, um, good-looking guy. But on top of that, he knows that feeling. He's, 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 he's been in the trenches. And sometimes, and, and this is not a knock on any of the you know, pit reporters. I've done it before. I get it. Uh, Danica Patrick ripped my face off one time. But that driver's going to be more willing to open up because he knows that James has been in that situation and knows that feeling more than any other pit reporter could ever do. So, um, And I think Hinch could do some Olympic stuff. I think NBC wants to expand him, maybe send him down. I mean, he has a personality outside of racing as well. So you know, NBC's got the Kentucky Derby. They've got the Olympic coverage, summer and winter. He's got that can- Canadian background. So why not um, expand Hinch's role? I wish... That he would be in the 500, it's it's kind of looking that that's not going to happen, especially if Marco takes that Andretti, that last Andretti um, entry. But great for James Hinchcliffe. All right, it's a 20 car. We haven't really talked about that much with Ed Carpenter. I know we talked a little bit with Jack Aitken. That's who I think it's going to be on the road courses with Ryan Hunter Ray in for the Indianapolis 500. Um, if you're looking for great holiday gifts, especially in the racing realm, head to theshopindy.com. Check out all of their retro Indianapolis 500 t-shirts, hoodies, hats. Um, I'm wearing their 1996 hat as we speak. That our good buddy at Flooring is Forever Harley got me for my birthday. Um, and we'll just keep talking racing. There might be some more news coming out of PRI this weekend. We will check it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following. Thanks for supporting TonyTheIndy.com, and have a great rest of your weekend.